Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Plant Services Tool Belt Podcast. I'm your host today, Tom Wilk, the Chief Editor of Plant Services. And today I'm joined with a couple of very special guests. We've got Martin Budwig, the Product Marketing Manager for Fluke Process Instruments, and Tim Dykstra, the Director of Strategic Partnerships and Channel Sales for Boston Dynamics. Uh, guys, welcome. Thanks very much for being here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. So. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Great to be here. Yeah. You know, I've followed both your companies for so long. Plant Services and Fluke uh, have gone way back in terms of uh, working together to promote new technologies and, and new innovations for our readers. Um, this is the first time, uh, Tim, that I think I've talked to someone uh, from Boston Dynamics, although I've seen the videos of your robots as they've grown and evolved over time. Specifically today, we're here to talk about the partnership uh, uh, where the SV600 fixed acoustic imager payload uh, from Fluke Process Instruments is, is, is uh, connected with the Boston Dynamics Spot robot. Um, and we've already got a link to the video uh, in, our, in our podcast comments, guys. So I'll, I'll just tell readers right now, if you want to see this robot in action and the instruments in action, go ahead and click the video, but not until we're done talking, okay? <laughs> so Tim and Martin, tell us a little bit about yourselves and then we'll talk about the technology. Yeah, so, okay, my, my name is Martin Ludwig. I'm, uh, I'm located in Berlin in Germany. So, um, so I'm the product yeah, product marketing manager or product manager for the uh, fixed acoustic portfolio um, and also responsible for, for the SP600. So, um, so I'm now for 10 and a half years at Fluke or Fluke Process Instruments. Um, and um, yeah, my background is physics. So I studied physics, have a PhD in seismology and um, so geophysics actually. So background is a bit acoustic also from the past, but uh, working really for, for sensor technology now for, for more than 20 years. So, and yeah, so I start the project here um, with Fluke for about two years. And um, so because acoustic was new for us, because our our big brother, uh, the the industrial group has this uh, portable ion nine hundred um, imager. So and we found out um, that not just let's say for uh, customers need need not just a handheld solution, also a fixed solution. So there we would came in, and that's why we created uh, with our partner uh, Sarama uh, the SV six hundred. And um, so, and introduced this last year in October. And um, since then we are ramping up and starting to bring this on the market. And yeah, and I think it's a year now, Tim, we are closely started the cooperation. Yeah. Uh, so it came in that we found out there is actually a new vertical for us. It's called, we call it Mountain Move. Uh, probably Tim calls it a bit different. Uh, so it's it's pretty interesting for us because it is it is it is new. It, it gives us so we will talk about this. I think a lot of possibilities now to go into uh, let's say differently into verticals we could not go before uh, with a fixed solution. So excellent. And, and Tim, tell us about uh, how you've gotten to Boston Dynamics and what you're working on. Yeah. So Tim Dykstra, um, once again, I'm the director of strategic partnerships here at Boston Dynamics, uh, predominantly focused on, on the spot side of our business. Um, I came, came to Boston Dynamics uh, a little over two years ago, almost two and a half years ago, about the time when we started to bring spot to market. Um, it's, it's still a relatively you know, new product for us. Um, prior to coming to Boston Dynamics, I did a lot of work 
um, with uh, robotic forklifts as well as other six axis robots. I've been in the robotics business for about 15 years. Um, but with, uh, you know, with Boston Dynamics and, and Spot, like I said, it's relatively new product, only been on the market for about two years. Uh, but Boston Dynamics has, has been around for a while. Um, we've, as many people know from our YouTube videos, we focus on legged robotics. Um, and, and really the reason for that is, you know, a, a problem with mobile robots in the past has been they struggle in areas that, that are built for humans. And a lot of the plants around the world are, are built for humans to get around. And so a wheeled or a tracked robot um, or even a drone may have difficulty getting around those areas. And that's, that's really where Spot excels. Um, so, you know, as, as Martin said, People are putting sensors on top of Spot, and uh, and you know it walks around a facility to inspect assets. Yeah, it, it's funny. Plant Services has covered a whole lot of portable condition monitoring tools and technologies, but this takes it to a whole new level, where the robot carries the mon the, the the monitoring device around on, on, on it by itself. Um, what, tell us about the collaboration between these two companies. How, how did we get here and, and sort of where does the collaboration stand these days? Yeah, so I, I can maybe start with that and give a little context. Um, you know, as, as I mentioned, Spots, I call it a walking IoT device, right? So it, it can get around a factory pretty easily um, and you can mount any piece of hardware onto it. Um, in the in the early days, we were focused a lot on thermal and and just RGB or, or regular um, photo information and you know capturing data on on assets. Maybe it's a, a thermal scan of a motor um, or or looking at an electrical cabinet. So that was a big big focus of ours. And we had gosh, this was probably one of my first site visits during COVID kind of when, when people started to allow people back on sites, um, I had a customer, a manufacturing customer that said, hey, Tim, it'd be, it'd be great if Spot could carry around this II-900, this fluke device that my maintenance people walk around with to look for compressed air leaks. Um, this company was losing about $75,000 a month in compressed air. And they said, <clears throat> You know, we've purchased this device to go around and monitor leaks, um, but we we lost a few maintenance people. Uh, you know, it's really difficult to find uh, new maintenance people with with the labor shortage, and so we're not able to walk around with this as much as we want to. It'd be great if Spot could do it for us. So I said, okay, that's that's interesting. You know, looked at this acoustic imager by Fluke. Um, the next week had a, a person in the food and beverage industry uh, come to us, say the same thing. Hey, I have this II-900 that it'd be great if you could integrate with. The following week, I uh, had a nuclear customer say the same thing. Hey, we do these inspections inside a containment area. Uh, it'd be great to, to have this device. And so I scrambled and said, who, who do I know at Fluke? Who can I find at, at Fluke? Um, found Sarama, found Martin at, at, the, at the Fluke team. And, and this was probably a little bit over a year ago, I think it was in December um, yeah. of, of 2020 that we started talking. And, and that's really where this, this relationship and this partnership formed. Um, and, and we've been working closely with them. You know, thankfully, as, as Martin said, they were, they were uh, starting this, this fixed sensor and they said, hey, the, the II-900 is a, a portable device, a handheld device, but we actually have this fixed sensor that will be perfect to mount on top of spot. 
Um, and I'll let Martin kind of talk a little bit more about, about that. Yeah, so, so, so Tim, Tim said a lot here. So yeah, roughly it's, again, it's, it's roughly a year ago now. So Ashlook continuously innovates to keep business industry around the globe up and running, right? And for us, it's new, as, as Tim is saying. So there seems to be a new merge between uh, handheld and fixed. And uh, as this is a classical fixed application, because you need to integrate this into, let's say, into a system here, it is definitely a robot, but it is more because you have also the, the factory behind, you have the people behind, so the protocols behind, you need to do alarming functionality, you need to do reporting functionality. So this is this is this is the classical, let's say, fixed sensor. So where Fluke Process Instrument definitely has uh, his key knowledge. And so and so that's that's why it came actually through our industrial group and Tim. And, and we started already the, uh, the 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 fixed sensor to develop. And then uh so we said let's okay, let's uh, with um let's develop this payload for spot. Uh, because we ha we had already some customers who were very interested in in the let's say beverage and food industry, uh, utility industry, power generator in industry, um, and so many came up. Like mining is getting pretty big, and mm. all, all, all the stuff let's say where you need to monitor, for example, leaks, um, PD, or going into areas where human not really can go because it is too dangerous or it's too small, or as as Tim is saying, to to um, to unload their maintenance workers um, because they, they need them for other stuff, right? To just to, 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 um, to collect data, um, that spot is perfect to use. And uh, we wanted to give spot an ear uh, better than, than a human ear because we can, we can hear beyond beyond the human. So frankly speaking, a human can roughly hear up to 20 kilohertz. So that's, for young people, probably not for me anymore. But um, so, but um, so we we can hear up into the ultrasonic range, and this is this is where you can easily find leaks. And um, so and so we and also the, the key point is also to make this visible for for humans. And with Spot then and all the other payloads, you, you bring all this knowledge together, all this data together. This is a this is a big um, let's say new. Um, in, let's say industry step, I would say, and and I think we see more in the in, in the future. So it is very interesting for us, and and we see already that many customers are interested in in these solutions, independent solutions, especially also um, also more and more in the, the petrochemical industry, where again also safety is 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 a reason, and so that's why uh, we we decided to, uh, together with Boston Dynamics to to go this way down and and starting this collaboration a year ago. So that's we started the, the, the combined launches, the combined video material. And uh, so, and we hope we can show soon pretty more also applications. So uh, so th this is where we, we want to really go. Yeah, it, it's amazing how quickly the acoustic imager technology has caught on just by itself. But then you get an application like this, a partnership between Fluke and Boston Dynamics to, to solve the variety of problems you both talked about, uh, limited staffing or staffing shortages, uh, difficult places to go in a plant. Uh, if we could focus on safety for a second, I'm curious about this. Do you see this as fitting into current safety best practices or is this sort of breaking new safety ground uh, for industry? Um, I think it, it, it breaks because the robot 
let's say, can do probably more as a human and also based on specific maintenance work. Mm -hmm. Of course, that there is a big, let's say, we need to go step forward also to fulfill some stuff, especially in the petrochemical industry here, um, because there we have also hazardous environments, right? So, and uh, we need to go this way also. Mm -hmm. But definitely the solution on a, on a robot or here on spot, because spot can, can go through, through these sites and, and, and let's say, uh, safe in a, in a power plant of probably nuclear power plant, for example, also, because we are working also here with some together, um, and the human being, right? Because it, it can go inside there and collect data where human cannot stay long or it is too small to go there because uh, let's say spot is not, it's, it's not that small, but it's also not that big as a human. Mm -hmm. So, and you can control the sites or you can go in, in, in the dark there. So especially in the mining industry where it's also very um, unsafe sometimes. So they, they want to, they want to monitor some, for, for leak detection, for example, there also of the, they want to send spot inside there. And, and let's say the maintenance worker is, is beyond the screen outside, or they want to automate this. And so you, you save, it, it's definitely uh, safer for human being here. So definitely it goes here in another completely direction. Or safety also, it's also to save the product, let's say in a clean room, for example, where you have a lot of air. So where normally a human is not wish to go because of, of all the other stuff we are bringing uh, inside with us. So a, a robot can be a good solution for, for maintenance control and for monitoring here yeah, for, for leak detection. Um, so because you can make a robot pretty clean, you can keep it clean, right? You don't need to change it. You, you know, all the pictures, if, if a human goes in a clean room, they look pretty as an alien. And uh, so and, and the robot can be cleaned up and can use for a specific time. And right. so th this, is, this is also a safe factor, not for the human, but for the product itself. Yeah, I'm, I'm struck by how precise the robot's movements are. You know, in the videos that we've got, you see the robot uh, legs moving very carefully. Uh, and it clearly is designed, as we've said, to avoid obstructions, get over obstructions. Uh, for those of readers who might not have seen the robots know how they work, are these robots guided by humans in a control room or are there sensors in the robot that help the robot make self-correcting movements as it moves through a, a passageway or a hallway? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I guess first on the, the smoothness, you know, the walking abilities have really been perfected over, over the last 28 years as we've been researching and developing these legged robotics. And so that's, you know, a big factor of what, what plays into how, how easily they are able to locomote across a facility. Um, but spot can be driven in a couple different ways. It can be driven in a manual fashion. Um, and, and a lot of that is, is the safety applications that Martin described, going into a nuclear containment area, you know, going into a high voltage substation at a utility plant um, or, or some of these dangerous hazardous areas in a, a petrochemical facility. And so that, you know, a human can manually control it, but really all they're doing is giving high level commands, like telling Spot, go forward, um, turn right, go to the side, and Spot's taking care of everything else on its own. So it's using stereo cameras that are embedded into its body to mm -hmm. create a 3D map of the world. Um, and then it can understand, is there an obstacle there? Is there a step there? You know, how do I adjust my gait to move over or around um, whatever it, it may be facing in its way? So that's that's how it moves so gracefully over, let's say, a, you know, a, a catwalk or a staircase, as well as avoid obstacles that are in the way. Yeah. Um, that's one aspect. The other aspect is those same stereo cameras can actually be used to map the environment 
or you can put on a, a LIDAR for extended range um, and map an environment. And then you can perform autonomous missions. And you know, a lot of our maintenance and reliability uh, folks that are using SPOT, that's really the mode that they're using SPOT in where it's, it's performing um, an autonomous round and, and basically doing a, a round and readings uh, type application or a route-based monitoring application where it's going around collecting that same data over and over, maybe every hour or uh, every day um, or every week and, and collecting that data on a routine basis, just as a maintenance worker would perform around and reading. So there's kind of two different ways to, to operate it. That's fascinating. I mean, literally eyes in the back of its head and on its elbows and on its knee joints and, and other places to, to help map the environment. Uh, you mentioned autonomous inspections and mapping the environment. Are we already at the point to looking forward a bit where the robot would memorize its own route and, and use algorithms uh, uh, to to adjust its route if it sees obstruction, obstructions in the way. Um, yeah, for sure. So that's that's very much in the capabilities of, of Spot. So you know, if it's walking around a food and beverage plant um, and there's a pallet all of a sudden in its pathway, um, it can dynamically go around that. Um, even furthermore, you know, at, at let's say construction sites and other industry where where spots used in, if a wall is all of a sudden put up in in its route, um, it can even say, hey, I, I need to find an alternative way to my my destination, and it's uh, very capable of doing that uh, fully autonomously. Wow, that's amazing. Um, well, I know a lot of our listeners uh, and our readers love nothing more than a good case study story. Uh, is there a story or two that you both can share about uh, the, the the way that the robot and uh, has, has used the uh, acoustic imager and and achieved some again some real you mentioned some real cost savings in terms of finding some compressed air leaks uh, before Tim. Uh, what are, what are some uh, stories that you can tell about the application of this? Yeah, I think we have some applications here also. Let's say especially as I say in the mining industry. Um, mm -hmm. They have a lot of compressed leaks or for the for the food and beverage industry here so also they they're using also a lot of compressed air right so and if you let's say know your weak points uh in, in your factory or in, in your in your plant for example you can uh you can you can let's say in the first step you you would uh configure spot together with the with the sv600 like to go there to point to point to the spot and take a picture and make the analyze because the SP600, because of, of this of the beam forming um, structure and, and, and the data they're collecting, you can you can really locate also the, the leak and um, you can really see where it is. So assuming there is a leak, you you, you can see based based on the uh, let's say um, on the on the volume on the on the sound pressure, let's say mm -hmm. so the dB level, right? You 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 could assume it it, it is a strong leak and and with 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 a fluke, um, let's say. Um, Reporting we have in the we have on our homepage. You could also get a, a, a throughput. Let's say how how much the leak leaks. Uh, how many? Because I'm from Europe, I would say liters or or, or deciliters, right? So yeah. um, uh, so how big the leak is. You can find this. So with this data, for example, you you can create an alarming. So which means like it goes back to the back office. And, and then a maintenance worker can go in there and do something to fix that. Then you go to, for example, to, to the next uh, um, critical area and, and you find there a leak or not, so you get an alarming out. Or as Tim is saying, in the, in the next step, it is then that you're finding a leak 
probably outside this critical defined area, right? So the camera, because it, it can with this with, with a beam forming array, you can really locate it. So assuming just it goes through and would see something. So it would give an alarm and, and the robot could then, for example, focus in a specific, let's say, uh, sector and 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 shot, for example, a video or, or a photo for reporting or giving an alarm out to make mm -hmm. some actions uh, for the maintenance workers. And this saves definitely money. First, just, just say for for beverage and food company because I think they they're saving a lot of dollars per year uh, if if they know where the leaks are because you you some of them you cannot hear you cannot see but the the uh, the, the camera because it sees the the leaks in the ultrasonic range which again we cannot hear. So, um, so you, you find them before they harm you, right? Because normally they get bigger in the future. So you, you find them in an early stage and can then, um, you can then definitely um, uh, fix them. Um, so th this is an example we have out there. So, so a lot, for example, this, this is in the food and beverage mining industry. Um, and so for example, we, um, and uh, we are working also with some uh, petrochemicals, so gas, gas for natural gas here. So there it's actually more critical because we're not, we're not talking about compressed air. We, we're talking about uh, dangerous gases sometimes here. So sure. as earlier you find them, um, as better it is for these companies. So either, of course, it is cost because you're losing the gas, but also the safety arrow, right? So th that's a big point. Um, so because if you have long pipes, you're transporting these gases through the factories, you want to know where your leaks are. You will, you, you will send spot with the, uh, with the acoustic imager, the SV600, uh, through, through the plant. And uh, you hope you will not find any leaks. But when you find leaks, you know where they are. And, um, and uh, you, you, save, you save the time with, with, with your maintenance worker because you could theoretically also do this autonomously. So like you can program it and it goes through and then in the end you get an alarm out or you get a report out and um, then your maintenance workers afterwards can go there and, and fix this. Or if it is a, is, if it is a serious, um, and, um, let's say, leak, right? And, and, and you pro probably know it is on a, on, on a dangerous line, then you get a direct alarm out so you can react. I can give a few examples as well, if you'd like. Yes, please. Uh, so yeah, one of one of my most, one of the more recent examples that, that is a favorite of mine are uh, our mutual partners, Intuitive Robots in France uh, was visiting Total Energies for a, a proof of concept, um, really a, a couple day event where, where they were showcasing some of the capabilities of Spot and, and the SV600 um, acoustic imager. And what was exciting about that is within the first three minutes of, of recording a mission, an auto walk mission, which is the autonomous mission, Spot was able to identify a, a gas leak as, as Martin uh, mentioned. So that was you know, really exciting to see this technology in, in just really a short POC style deployment um, prove to be beneficial for, for Total in this case. Wow. Um, we have, an, we have another example, as, as Martin mentioned, in the food and beverage space. And you know, that, that's beyond, way beyond proof of concept at this point. They've, they've done a, a uh, I think it's going on about a nine month, almost 12 month pilot with the SV600, as well as they're doing thermal scans of equipment on a, on a beverage line, on a canning line. Um, and, you know, 
right now they're starting to move into the next phase. And the next phase is to not only identify those leaks or identify those thermal anomalies, um, but now start to report on them. So they're tying it into uh, maintenance systems like IBM Maximo or SAP. And, mm-hmm. and so work tickets can automatically be created. And really those, you know, those companies can be most efficient with, with fixing whatever that problem is, whether it's a, a thermal issue with a motor, a pump, or maybe an acoustic um, a gas uh, air, compressed air leak. So those, those are two examples where people are, are deploying successfully. And that, you know, that beverage manufacturer is now looking at, all right, this has been successfully, um, you know, at this canning line, let's move it to the next, you know, five or six canning lines in the facility and really start to uh, use this technology across an entire plant. I'm sorry, we've heard from our readers that uh, part of the challenge is getting data like the, the data being collected by the imager into your CMMS to get the work order triggered. And to hear an example where that's auto, that, that process is automated is really interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we see this also. This was also in the beginning of a plan of, of, of the, let's say, of the different phases we have. Um, so step by step, we want to put this into the CMS system. So then the, uh, the maintenance workers can do something with this one, right? Or you get a direct uh, safety alarm out. But as, as Tim is saying, you, you get the ticket, the workers go out there and can fix it. They know where they are. They probably know also, is it, is it a big one or is it not a big leak? Um, because of the location, they know how big it is and, and where it is. So they really know where it is. So, um, and so now we see more and more, they want to really automate this, getting this into the system. So the complete workflow will renewed here because in, in the past it was like really, you go through this one, then you collect the data, you download it, you analyze this, and then probably a day is already gone. But, but here with, with the, with, with the um, you collect the data, um, automatically or autonomously. So then you could do something in the future. So this is definitely the plan, especially with the with the food and beverage company, Tim was saying, because there we are really a step um, into this direction here that we get this 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 maintenance process completely automated uh, with the SV600 and spot. Okay. Well, I've got two more questions. Uh, one is sort of lighthearted. Um, I've got a dog named Hunter and Hunter's not nearly as nimble uh, or dexterous as the Boston as Spot is. Um, when I get frustrated with him, I'll simply call him the dog because I don't want him to hear me call him by his own name in anger, right? I want to make sure that there's some affection there. So I'm curious to know, you know, when it comes to technology adoption, have you found that plant teams look at the robot plus the acoustic imager and, and, and these technologies and say, oh, I, I got to get one of these in my plant. This is really cool and sweet and it looks like my own dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, we we see that a lot. It, uh, we you know we call Spot and it um, it's it's a tool that is is used to help help people. Really, is what it is. But yeah, you know, plants plants love to take ownership of it. Oftentimes, they have naming contests, name it a cute name um, for for their specific you know facility. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we see people fall in love with it. And what's most exciting to us is. You know, at this beverage uh, place, for instance, we we saw maintenance workers from other parts of the plant say, "Hey, I need one of those." And and to us, you know, more than being cute or more than being a cool piece of technology, that's really exciting because it's actually helping with efficiency. And and people are saying, "Hey, I need this. This is going to help my day to day job," which is is really exciting to see. 
We we see the same, of course, more from the payload perspective because we we, we give we give the we give the dog uh, the the at least the ear some eyes, but definitely the ear right and and a right. very broad range of ear. So the the customer can do something with with this information, uh, collecting the data and 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 for for quality control for uh, for alarming functionality here. So uh, yes, we see this. Uh, of course, mostly we go there where a spot already is, but it comes more and more together because we see more and more customers in all verticals um, wanna 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 see sound. So and and we we make that visible. So Fluke makes it visible here, um, so really to help the customer to solve their problem here. Well, last question then today, guys. Um, how has this project, in your opinion, pointed the way towards what else is needed in industry? Do you do you see what might come next in terms of autonomous inspections or application of this technology? Yeah, that's uh, that's a really interesting question. I I guess I'd answer it in a couple of ways. You know, one, it it points to the collaboration that is needed, right? So you know, Spot as I've described is just a mobility platform, and it it really takes a broad partner ecosystem to make it. Uh, most useful. So this, you know, the partnership with Fluke has been great because it, we are able to give spot ears, we are able to give it thermal eyes, which is, you know, a, a real huge benefit to um, our users. And, and we wouldn't have been able to do that without the collaboration and the partnership with Fluke. So, you know, that's, that's one thing it points to is, is the importance of collaboration and partnership, um, whether it's, adding sensors to it or partnerships with companies like IBM, you know, to drive that data directly into Maximo um, is really crucial in delivering an end-to-end solution. Um, The other kind of interesting trend I think it it points to is, you know, this, this idea of uh, you know, retirement of, of a large part of the labor force. Um, there's a lot of expertise that is leaving plants. You know, there's, there's people that they just hear something. You know, I was walking through a plant the other day and uh, a maintenance guy, um, older person said to me, hey, do you hear that? They're like, that's, I can hear something's wrong with this machine. And, you know, that's, that's something that it's difficult to replace. And, and so, you know, I think Spot can, can be a part of that combined with, with the SV600 is it will allow for, for that expertise to be um, live on at, at a facility. Um, and our hope is it also gives, you know, it allows these plants to be more efficient and it, you know, no one wants to just walk around and inspect things. You know, even a maintenance person, they got into that profession to fix things. They don't want to go around. Their least favorite thing to do is go around and inspect things. So it's giving, you know, those types of professionals uh, a higher purpose um, role and, and more time to focus on actually fixing equipment and making the plant more efficient. So, yeah, I agree with Tim here. So as we are committed to improve really safety, building and supporting a skilled workforce, alleviating workforce shortages and advancing sustainability. So Fluke really needs this partnership, right? So we, yeah, we, we, um, we need our customers, uh, we need good partners and make a solution together out of this one. And, and, and Spot here, Spot is new, let's say, because it, it, it's going in, into into a part of, in the industry which was not there because for 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 automate stuff for to make it more safe um, and and as Tim is saying, Spot is a mobility platform, so Fluke has a lot of let's say sensors. So at the, at the moment we have definitely given 
given uh, spot the, uh, the the air. So there is definitely more potential with all with all the sensors we have in Fluke. And I think this is the big could be a very good big uh, um, partnership here in the future here, because uh, in the end the customer decides what they want to measure and where they put that in. So they more and more data collection goes into more and more CMS systems. Let's say uh, so the the data flow is very high and. So and and nobody really wants to do all that work. So Spot is a perfect platform with a lot of sensors on. One of this is the SV600 here, and this goes back to the customers in, in their back systems, and they 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 decide what they are going to do with this uh, with this data. Is it just reporting? Is it quality control? Is it maintenance? Is it asset monitoring, or whatever comes in the future? We we don't know it. We are not there in the, from the production side, for example, what, what it could be there that, that, that the robot can help also uh, from, the, from the production side here. So at the moment, it's really more the maintenance and an asset monitoring side. So we are, we are working together to, uh, to um, develop the SV600 um, and to, yeah, to, so that Spot can get operational work otherwise and, and not just running around and can do something there. Tim, Martin, thank you so much for talking with us today. Um, for those listening, information about the SV600 and Spot collaboration uh, is in the podcast notes, uh, starting with the video showcasing the technology. Um, uh, thanks, guys, for being here and talking with us about this today. Yeah, thank you for listening to us and let us talk. And I hope pretty soon we can tell you more stories. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Appreciate you having us.